Welcome to the first ever episode of There Will Be Film. It's a new comedy film-based panel show where I am testing audiences and contestants. <laughs> I heard one person actively gulp then. <laughs> On your knowledge and taste in film. We're going to be playing film-based games, sort of improv-based games, and putting our contestants to the test. It's going to be a lot of fun. Please put your hands together and welcome to the stage, Heidi Regan! Sunil Patel. <laughs> Stuart Laws. <laughs> Anya Magliano. <laughs> Heidi, how are you feeling about Team One so far? Are you feeling confident? I'm, I'm feeling confident. Oh, can you hear me now? Yes. Did that sound confident? <laughs> I'm feeling. Can you hear me? Uh, I feel confident. <laughs> I've um, lost all confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel confident because of the unity in our team already, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you seem very unified. So, no, um, I asked you about the audience, um, I asked the contestants a bunch of questions before the show, and you said that your most hated film was The Comedian's Guide to Survival. Yeah. I've never heard of this film. Why do you hate it so much? I just watched it the other week, and it was, um, it's just bad, because if you do comedy and you watch people do it, you talk about it on it, well, do it on it in a film, and it looks terrible, you hate it. That makes sense. I feel there's a real thing where a bunch of development execs and producers have been to comedians like, write what you know. Yeah, and that's yeah, why yeah. everything is about sad, broke comedians it's, it's, right now. It's so boring as well. Sunil, I feel, feel the same whenever I see a sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> Doing that wrong. <laughs> what sex scene um, evoked that re uh, response recently? Don't push me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that dialogue from yeah. the sex scene? <laughs> Do push them. Do. <laughs> That's how you have sex, right? Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. two people <laughs> and one guy yeah. pushing butts. <laughs> um, also, um, we have got a very unique score system for this show. Um, because um, we can't afford someone to keep scores, um, we're going to get someone for the audience to do it. How does that sound, guys? Um, what, the gasp from someone at the start of the show <laughs> already has shown me like you're not confident about it. Um, would anyone like to be the scorekeeper? Here we go. Yes. Okay, um, this is going to be um, a lot harder than it looks. Also, I'm from the sex scene. Um, <laughs> <laughs> point for us. <laughs> yeah. And you okay. can't okay. uh, have that point. That. That. That's very really nice. Really nice. Immediately failed at Because Anya started very meek and has now become the alpha. So, like, <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that was a rule that you could do. You can give yourself points. <laughs> but only in the short window. And Anya, you found the window. Thank you so much. Um, Heidi, on the subject of films uh, that you hate, you said um, one of your most hated films was Paul Thomas Anderson's Magnolia. Yes. Elaborate. <laughs> Um, I just think it's a big old pile of wank, if that's the technical term. <laughs> and I also know that you love it, so I was like poking the bear. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't rewatched it f in like 10 years. I just remember waiting a very, uh, spoiler, but I remember waiting the whole film where they're like, and everything links together. And at the end they go, some frogs rained on all of us. Wow, like dramatic linking. I was like, Angry. I mean, they may have linked in a way that I missed. They did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then it's my favourite film. Yeah, um, yeah. Heidi, um, so that answer was both ill-informed and wrong. <laughs> and um, that also, the audience, that is my number one favourite film of all time. <laughs> and um, for that reason, Heidi, minus five points. Oh. Uh, Heidi, Can, keep do your mouth you shut, lose Heidi. a point 
for being a big old wank. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, create a new column. <laughs> I can also be deducted points. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Stuart, you said um, you had. Uh, how did you watch films when you were a little boy? A lot of people like sort of stay up late when they watch like grown-up <laughs> movies. How was your way of seeing uh, grown-up films when you were a young baby cherubic boy? Thank you. Uh, well, whenever <laughs> I wanted to watch an adult film, not an adult film, uh, which there is a difference, <laughs> crucially a big difference, right? So an adult film, a film for adults, not an adult film, a film starring adults doing adult a things. A big old wank. <laughs> um, my dad would stay up, he would watch it and then tape it onto VHS and any time it got to something where he thought it was too naughty for my cherubic eyes, is that the right word? Uh, he would pause the recording and then resume it sort of once it had got beyond the, the bad stuff. Turns out my dad didn't mind violence at all, but he was <laughs> incredibly uh, serious about me not seeing any sex. So... It took me till I was about 20, 21 to find out who John Connor's real dad was. <laughs> <laughs> and that really blew that franchise wide open for me. Oh, it's a time loop. <laughs> Your dad hated time loops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not for his young eyes. <laughs> will make him too horny. Um, <laughs> so on the subject of um, horniness, um, Anya, you said that one of... <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I didn't fill out the form, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm projecting. Uh, you, you said that one of your weirdest film experiences was um, seeing Macbeth. Can you tell us what happened? Oh, yeah, there was like a couple fingering each other behind me. <laughs> <laughs> In Macbeth. <laughs> I mean, shall what I day? save it for Hamlet? Huh? What day? What day? Did you see the Friday? Yeah, no, oh, wait, this is recent. <laughs> oh, he was trying to imply that he's been fingering. Getting fingered. <laughs> Getting fingered. Out of Sorry. That's what the Re Rebecca Black song is actually about. <laughs> <laughs> Filming behind Anya in screenings of Macbeth. It was in a really like, it was in the cinema in Stoke Newington where it's only like three rows as well. So it was like everyone. Everyone had a finger in, basically. <laughs> like, mentally. I'm so... This isn't me. This isn't... <laughs> can we do it again? <laughs> you no. want to tell the story again? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with extra details. In fact, that is actually what happens if you um, don't refer to Macbeth as a Scottish play. Uh, someone will get fingered <laughs> <laughs> behind you. Right, guys, so you guys ready for round one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, round one. It's a good round as well. Round one is the uh, fill-in-the-blanks round where you're going to be asked a question and you have to fill in the blank. Correct. Oh. <laughs> 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 to be fair, the answer was right. Heidi gets a point. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Right, so question one. On the set of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban... Are we jumping in with the answers or are you asking us individually? Oh, you can all jump in. Okay. But I had not finished... <laughs> so, ah. so Heidi, can you, you? She loses one point. Sorry. Well, so is when, he going to have to do the maths as well? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tell you, this is a tall order. <laughs> <laughs> but we will buy you a drink uh, as thanks. A Ooh. drink of lukewarm water. <laughs> <laughs> Question one: On the set of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, director Alfonso Cuarón had a clause in his contract forbidding him from doing blank in front of the kids on set. Put putting in the, the code on the petty cash tin because they're all little thieves. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Close. <laughs> <laughs> Appearing. <laughs> <laughs> A 
appearing. He wasn't allowed appearing. to appear yeah. in front of yeah. the children? He did it all... Um, As a go Via Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Getting warmer. Is that not, is that not is right? It, uh, is it elephanting? What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Stu? You know exactly what that is. So when you it's pull out the pockets uh, your two pockets, <laughs> there the ears, and then... Oh, oh and you... Uh, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> that's something is you wouldn't be allowed to do. In no. a yeah. <laughs> He was actually allowed to do that. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the reunion special, but Daniel Radcliffe said he put it in a, pub, in a, in a glass of Pepsi and sucked it up. It was, he said it was wicked. Yeah, that's Hollywood. That's real magic. <laughs> he said it was wicked. Yeah, they were oh, wicked. Right, okay. They did that Ali G like. Movie <laughs> yeah. uh, do I know the answer? Yeah. No. No. Swearing probably. S swearing probably yeah. says. The Correct. Oh. oh. Yeah. Points for us. Points for us. Yeah. <laughs> so that's five points for Sunil for getting that right. I mean, it was cursing. I, I assume it's swearing. It. I'm not like actual like sort of Harry Potter <laughs> wizarding curses. <laughs> Isn't one of them called like the cursed child? That's the play. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> if this was a theatre podcast, you would have lost. That's, that would have been like catching the snitch. <laughs> Just instant loss. Uh, question two. Jack Nicholson was originally considered for the role of Father Carras in The Exorcist, but director William Friedkin thought he was too blank to ever play a priest. Erect. <laughs> Close, but Jack Nicholson could never be too erect. <laughs> that was the original logline for About Schmidt. <laughs> um, litigious. <laughs> so. <laughs> For a priest. Yeah, yeah they're not yeah. very litigious. Is it that? Yeah. No. <laughs> That's yeah. Not that. I was going to like, he's got a very horny Hot. vibe. Isn't I was yeah, going to say, sexy. yeah, like se sex sexual. Yeah. yeah, we were actually going to say sexual. Too sexual. <laughs> so too sensual. But too sensual and too se demonic. Too demonic. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. No, Five we were going to say demonic. <laughs> ah, crap. The correct answer is <laughs> a trickster. Unholy. He <laughs> <laughs> was too unholy to be a priest. Ah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. What does that but mean? He does that, have that's like erect, like no, oh, hole, like every hole's yeah. a goal, unholy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has no orifices. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you cannot fuck Jack Nicholson. <laughs> you cannot finger him <laughs> <in> Macbeth. <laughs> Question three. Ooh. Despite the many sex scenes, Army Hammer said the hardest thing to shoot on Call Me By Your Name was blank. <laughs> you haven't seen it? No. Um, I haven't seen it. That's not the answer. I haven't seen any of these <laughs> films. Uh, was it like oh. uh, the hardest thing to shoot on Call Me By Your Name was Dan the scenes where he wasn't eating people? Yeah. <laughs> I think the dancing scene is my... Guess. So can we give context there? Army Hammer uh, is a cannibal. Cannibal. He's okay, cannibal. Cool. He's selling, um, He's a cannibal. He's selling real estate in the Bahamas now. Yeah. By real estate, he means sweet uh, sirloins and, <laughs> and rump steaks. <laughs> Really. Can we, can we get a point answer. for Sunil giving a fun fact? Yeah. What was the fun fact? Uh, he's selling real estate in the Bahamas. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on, is it is it literally a case of homes under the? <gasps> oh, oh, give him a point. Give yeah, him a point. Yeah. 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 Points for puns. Yeah, yeah. we get. <laughs> they have Bullshit. to be like relevant. <laughs> <laughs> so that's five points for Stu. And who said the dance scene? 
You get five points for Heidi as oh, well. Wow. That is correct. But I do feel it was oh, harder for Ami Hammer not to sink his teeth into <laughs> soft human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> what are the scores at the end of this round? Do you want um, 15 I minutes do, I to work see out? It's so complicated. <laughs> Heidi's looks like a GCSE maths problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Heidi contributed one point out of all that. Oh, <laughs> great. That, oh, my God. So, is that team two or team one? Team one. Team one is six points. Six, Thank right. you. Sleeveless crew. And then team two. Sleeveless crew. <laughs> <laughs> That's 15 points. Wow. 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 That's a cakewalk. Oh, that team one. That's because you spoke out of turn. Yeah, I'm being punished for being a woman who speaks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm being rewarded for it. Yeah. I guess it's balance. That's nice. Yeah, let Anya smash the glass ceiling. <laughs> Stop putting the ladder up after you. <laughs> and now we're on to round two. This is the big pitch where each team is going to pitch me the sequel to a famous movie. I've tried to make it very famous. Anya, you may not have heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so team one, I want you to pitch me the sequel to E.T., but I am going to be the studio exec, so I'm going to be giving you notes as we go along. I want you to incorporate the notes into the pitch. At the end of both rounds, whoever's pitches get green light gets the points. Also, both, your, both films can get green lit, also neither can. So there's everything to play for and everything to lose. Do we start immediately or do we confer with each other? I think for the sake of the audience, I think start immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're welcome. E.T. E.T. 2. E.T. 2. He, right. he went away to space at the end went of number one. Went back to space. So, in two. so he stays away for the whole thing? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just about the people It's just about Drew Barrymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's about them dealing with the loss. It's about them, the hole in there hearts and their lives once he's gone. They, so when they're is it, very holy. Directly afterwards when mm. you're setting it. Because I'd like it to be sort of like, I want to see, I want to sort of capture like the horny teen market, like a sex education. Like, yeah. I wanna, so they're like sort of like 14, Elliot's like jacked. Did you say 14? 14 and jacked. Yeah. Right. Uh, were you not jacked at 14? <laughs> yeah, so he's jacked like we all were at 14. Yeah. Uh, and he's still thinking about the alien, I guess, but also masturbating, teen stuff. <laughs> Not he, when he, he thinks of it. Oh. Is there any? Has he got any like photos of it or anything? Has he got photos of ET? Oh, yeah, um, yeah just please. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a photo of um, him dressed up as like the, with oh, the big yeah. hat and the big dress. Okay, okay. Yeah. so it's a bit he's, he's jacking to it. Still no so idea where the story's going. Yeah. Um, well Can I, I just check in? That so now ET stands for the ejaculating terrestrial. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that doesn't have true. To. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I would like it to. <laughs> I, I, think guess. He I think he has to come back. Okay, he yeah, he back. can. Okay. Yeah, ET will need to come back. Like at some point, the audience are going to want to see ET. Okay, you're going against what mainstream audience would want, but I'm, I'm yeah. with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so, so 14 jacked. Loads of 14 year olds jacked. Lots of masturbating. A lot of masturbating. 14 year olds are all jacked. Yep. And then. And then ET comes back. For revenge. But he's grown up. <gasps> and he's <It's> fucking jacked. jacked. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's, he's like, he's it's a on. Now. Yeah, he's yeah, a big yeah. boy now. <laughs> and that's the slogan, is and he's a big boy he's now. He's a big boy now. <laughs> 
uh, and then slogan ET the ejaculating terrestrial. He's a big boy now. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to live here now. I want to live here now with you. Yeah. And has he brought friends? Other jacked aliens? I think he's come back purely to see the. The, see the, people, see the, the boy, the jack the boy. boy. The jack What's his boy. motivation? Like, what, and where's the conflict? Love. <laughs> <laughs> is it love or is it coming? <laughs> Another, Another slogan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's I guess, come so back. I guess it's turned into a love story, right? Yeah. So between he's come the back. Jacqueline Terrestrial and, and the now. jacked uh, teenage boy. Um, and you, you take over from here. I take over from here. Okay. Uh, I guess the conflict then is in. Um, uh, the the <laughs> government. Yeah, the government. They want like to Yeah, they're not having any of it. They're, they're like, like, we don't believe we in don't, love. This alien shouldn't be allowed to <laughs> come back here. Yeah, and men in like dark suits keep showing up and going, "Is it love or is it coming?" And <laughs> like, 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 you know, like immigration when people are trying to get married. Yeah. Like that, oh my like god, it's like green prove card. Their love for him to yeah. stay. Like so they get asked stuff about and each like, other. Show us your WhatsApps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just like you know, the first anniversary cards. You yeah, prove that you know prove. know him, and this isn't just for a, a, a alien card thing. Yeah. So th- this version, the sequel to ET, is very anti-government and anti-immigration. Mm. I'd so say pro-government. Uh, what was pro-government about the first ET? <laughs> a question That's for a the studio exec. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So I think if we're going to double down on the anti-government, I think as, as America is divided, that's the biggest territory, we need to decide which side of the government we're against. So is E.T. going to be anti-woke or is he going to be anti-Trump? <laughs> so he's fucking <laughs> jacked <laughs> and racist. <laughs> <laughs> but in love. <laughs> but totally in love. Totally in love with the 14-year-old boy. And just coming everywhere. <laughs> is it you saying send all of them home? <laughs> <laughs> except, except me. That's, what I said. That's his word. Actually, I think yeah. that could probably um, appeal to both territories if it's sort of like quite right wing, but there's a beautiful love, love story, story yeah, between yeah. Etienne yeah. and. It's complicated. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and love is complicated. And we call it a, a rom com. Heidi's called it a rom com. I've called yeah. it. <laughs> I insist it's called a rom com <laughs> or I walk. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Team Two, I want you to pitch me a sequel to The Godfather Part Three, which is in turn a sequel to The Godfather Part Two, oh. which was a sequel to The Godfather. <laughs> um, Anya, have you seen or heard of <laughs> <laughs> any of these? I watched the first two in lockdown. Didn't I thought Part Three is what we had to pitch? But okay, um, but I don't remember the plot of the first two. If that okay. helps. Were you aware that Part Three did exist? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Well, part four is what you were pitching now. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, like okay. it, it's impossible to know what's happened in Godfather Part 3. You can be sitting watching the uh, closing credits of the Godfather Part 3 and be like, I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, having us here. here Two budding writers who have taken it upon us to develop. And best friends. And best friends. <laughs> uh, we've taken it upon forever. us. Uh, yes, forever. <laughs> we've taken it upon ourselves to write the sequel long awaited to Godfather Part 3 four. and that is called Godfather Part 4 how many godfathers does this guy need yeah <laughs> and it's based off of the post credit scene from Godfather Part 3 which I'm not sure how many people saw or hung around for but uh, it's you know the scene don't you it's where they yeah. say I'm gonna make him an offer he can refuse and then, he, and then it turns out they're going to centre parks <laughs> Right, right. you need to step in here. <laughs> so you're saying the primary location for The Godfather Part 4 is Centre Parks? Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's set. When, what period is it set in? Uh, late nineties. Yeah. Okay. So it's all. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Anya does know her films. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael Corleone, I think, will probably be about um, one hundred years old at this point. Yeah, yeah. So but he's spending most of his time with the Falcons. You know, they've got like the uh, the birds the of prey team. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Newcastle Falcons. So he's just <laughs> sat there. The Newcastle Fountains are just like, yeah, go on, sunshine. <laughs> and then like a hawk is just on his arm like that. Yeah. And he's like. Oh man, like that. Doing you do the accent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see it. I can see it. And then you got the how, other caller. Uh, what's the film again? The Godfather. Part four. Uh, <laughs> what is it like? Is it gangs? Gangster. Yeah, yeah. So basically, just a piece of industry advice. Um, know the genre before you come into pitch. No, this is a little. It's called in the industry a rope a dope. So uh, we are just setting up that we don't know what we're talking about, and then slam. Bam, you've got a film greenlit. <laughs> and you don't need to ask where, what the steps are in between that. And, in, and what happens in this one yeah. is, um, so there's a guy, right? Okay, and he's like goes. in the family. <laughs> and his name is... Because he's really fit. He's really fit. Yeah. Oh, who he's he played play? by you. Yeah. Cheap, cheap trick. Take a point off. Cheap trick. I mean, I'm yeah. a, just a six-year-old movie producer who's <laughs> never been in a film, but I will play, I'll play this Corleone. No, you we, can be we, easy. We, we know talent when we see it. We know talent. Yeah. Corleone. And, and and he has a wife. And the wife gets blown up in the lazy river at yes. Centre Parks. <laughs> he gets into the lazy river and it explodes. And because yeah. that happens in one of the films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone gets blown up in a lazy river. Well, <laughs> look, we don't want to bloody uh, film splain uh, a studio exec like you, but it's it's uh, it's an homage, it's a callback. Oh. So yes, it was a car before, but now it's a lazy river, river. because uh, society has moved, moved on. on. Before we were obsessed with cars, and now as a society. <laughs> And they uncover that plot to sort of, uh, you know, for a new team to come in and take over Centre Parks. So Butlins wants to take over Centre Parks mm. and sort of make it all lower, lower value and lower cost, get rid of all the trees. And physically lower. They want to yeah. dig it into the ground. Yeah, <laughs> just like three or four foot. Just like, where you get in, you're like, am I shorter? <laughs> <laughs> That's the sort of stuff that they want to do. Which is classic Godfather stuff, because it's all about when you're a Godfather, you have to do like pranks and you buy them gifts. Yeah, and, and it's a lot of hard work. Yeah. So it's, it's, <laughs> so it's mainly about the construction. Well, it's like uh, the middle three hours is the construction. And it's like time lapse mixed in with like the foreman being like, well, I don't know if we're going to make it. And it, it's shot on um, uh, 35 millimeter film. Yeah, but oh. through an iPhone. <laughs> so it's combining. and it's all one shot because that everyone loves that sort of film. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's all one shot. Yeah. So at least you know the, the second act is three hours. So how much? <laughs> how long is this one take going to be? How long do you envision well, the, the film first being? act, the opening act, which it sets? So it, yeah, some some of you are thick, so you don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> act uh, first act is where it just sets it up. Mm -hmm. Like the 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 middle act is sort of where it explores all these different things. Third act is where it wraps up. The first act uh, is uh, about three minutes long. <laughs> then it's a three-hour second act. And yep. then the final act is? 48 minutes. 48 minutes. <laughs> so it comes in at a pretty tidy three hours, 51. <laughs> so it, like, if we're being honest, Centre Parks have paid us a bit of cash. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think you'll notice that in the film. I think that's pretty neck and neck for me. So I'm going to get um, the audience to decide. Please, by way of round of applause, give me a cheer if you think that Godfather Part 4 should be greenlit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not even worth doing the other one. <laughs> Uh, That's got it. Uh, well, yeah. E.T. jacked and coming. <laughs> <laughs>
Give me a round of applause if you want to see E.T. colon Jacked and Coming. That's 10 points for both Heidi and Sunil. We've got, only got time for one more game. Oh. So we're going to do a game called The Stand-In, where you are on set and you're doing a, a scene from a famous movie, right? But only one of you has the script. So you're the person, you're the stand-in, and you've got to keep the script going by just guessing what the line should be. I'm reading, yeah. So the scene uh, you're going to do is it's the coin toss scene from No Country for Old Men. <laughs> Interior, gas station, slash grocery, day. Chigurh stands at the counter across from the elderly proprietor. He holds up a bag of cashews. How much? Uh, $15. This and the gas. Uh, $25, please. <laughs> what, what way would that be? Sorry, say that again? <laughs> Pardon Wait. me? Chigurh tears open the bag of cashews and pours a few into his hand. What business is of yours where I'm from, Brenda? I, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't ask. I was just I, I just asked you to repeat your last um, your, your, what you last said. I didn't hear it properly. Didn't mean nothing. I, yeah, all right, man. I guess that passes for manners in your crack of you. I've literally place. done no. I've said nothing. <laughs> I just said the price of the gas and the cashews. Sugar <laughs> stands chewing cashews. <laughs> Staring while the old man works the register and puts change on the counter. Your line. <laughs> uh, here's your change. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming in. <laughs> really I don't know. Will there? The proprietor turns and coughs. Sugar <laughs> stares. No, I said thank you for coming in. I didn't say I, I didn't. There was, there was <laughs> With what? <laughs> Uh, with, your with your money, and spending your money here. Thank you for coming in with your money. Is that what you're asking me? Is there something wrong with anything? The proprietor looks at him, uncomfortable, looks away. <laughs> uh, there's not, uh, uh, I'm not going to say anything because I, I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you already asked me that. <laughs> I literally didn't. I didn't say it. I did. It was just a straightforward. It was supposed to be a straightforward exchange. You buy the cashews and the gas, and I give you the change. I don't know what's happening. See about closing. I, yeah. What do you mean? It, it, the times are on the door. That's when we close. <laughs> what well, do you want me to close it now? What? <laughs> what time do you close? Fucking hell. Thrift. <laughs> <laughs> Mid mid midnight. Midnight. Now is not a time. What time do you close? I said, I said midnight. <laughs> I didn't say now. I said midnight. Sugar stares, slowly chewing. You don't know what you're talking about, I'm, do you? It's my shop. It's my shop. I know when it closes. I said you don't know what you're talking about. Sugar chews. Okay. What time do you go to bed? <laughs> Like, like 1 a.m. You're a bit deaf, aren't you? I said. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what time do you go to bed? 1 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I could come back then. Yeah. <laughs>
You said that. He continues to stare, chewing. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I said yeah. <laughs> you live in that house behind the store? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> You've lived here all your life? No. Nope. <laughs> you married into it? No, what, why? <laughs> why, would you, why would you settle on that? No. You married into it. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I don't have some way to put it. That's the way it is. He finishes the cashews and wads the pocket and sets it on the counter where it begins to slowly unkink. The proprietor's eyes have tracked the packet. Shigeru's eyes stay on the proprietor. What's the most you've ever lost on a coin toss? Uh, I've never lost anything on a coin toss. The most you ever lost <laughs> on a coin toss? W uh, one dollar. Shigeru is digging in his pocket, a quarter. He tosses it. He slaps it on his forearm, but keeps it covered. Call it. Uh, heads. Yes. <laughs> Good. Just call it. <laughs> heads. You need to call it. I can't call it for you. It wouldn't be fair. It wouldn't even be right. <sighs> Tails. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. You've been putting it up your whole life. You just didn't know it. You know what date is on this coin? No. 1958. It's been traveling 22 years to get here, and now it's here, and it's either heads or tails, <laughs> and you have to say, uh, call it. Tails. Everything. <laughs> tails. You, <laughs> you stand to win everything. Call it. Oh, uh, tails. Shigur takes his hand away from the coin and turns his arm to look at it. Well done. Thank you. He hands <laughs> it across. <laughs> Don't put it in your pocket. Or just leave it there. <laughs> Don't put it in your pocket. It's your lucky quarter. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere, not in your pocket. Or it'll get mixed in with the others and become just a coin, right. which it is. He turns and goes... The proprietor watches him. And scene. Beautiful. Very tense. You were so close. So close. Very menacing, Heidi. Very menacing. Thank you. I didn't keep up the accent, but I kept up the attitude. Yes. Now, one of the key tenets, I believe, of improv is yes and. And I think you said the word no about 30 times in that. You were blocking constantly. Okay, so Team B, you are reading from Paul Thomas Anderson's Phantom Thread, and whoever is reading is reading the character of Alma. So interior, uh, <laughs> dining room, close-up dinner is served. Uh, later, images of the food she's prepared. Lamb chops, asparagus, and chocolate cake for pudding. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Thank you, Alma. Later. <laughs> They're eating. He finishes his martini and shovels food in his mouth. Long, awkward pause, then... Do you like it? Yes. They eat more in silence. Alma can't help but say, No, you don't. You don't like it at all. And you always tell me what you think. <sighs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying to me. I'm not lying to you, Alma. Don't be mean. Can we just eat our dinner, please? Why are you speaking to me like that? Because <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> I shouldn't have done this. 
you're right, you shouldn't have done this. I, I know, it's not going as I expected. I didn't mean these things to come out of me. <laughs> <laughs> what did you mean? I don't know, just to, to have you, just to have you to myself. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's always something between us. Like this table? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you do today? Some distance. <laughs> <laughs> Something. I, I don't know. I'm trying to have a conversation with you. No, no darling, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I think I'm being quite reasonable. Y yes, yes, but we do go together. I, I know we do, and you know we do too. Yes, I do. I agree with you completely. <laughs> That's right. It's your choice that puts it together. That's right. Lovely asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been put together. You put us together. I want to be the one you tell everything to. I want your secrets and I want to keep them. Um, yeah, I, I'm happy. Um, Anything you want to tell okay. me. Anything. There's nothing I won't understand. Sometimes I don't brush my teeth in the evening. <laughs> I don't know what, whatever it is that's happened to you in your life to make <laughs> you feel cursed or hurt, whatever you have inside you that you want to get out. Tell me everything so that we can be close together. And sometimes I don't brush them in the morning either. <laughs> <laughs> they really stink by the end of the day. You're not cursed. <laughs> There's no curse on you that can't be broken. You can love, you know. I know you have generous love if you'd let me help you. I don't want you to help me. He stares her down. He is angry. <laughs> so there. <laughs> yes. I'm really loving um, having dinner with you, but your personality is really draining. That's very predictable of you. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you act so tough? I know you're not. I am. I'm tough. Tough. Um, Daniel D... D... Reynold. <laughs> Don't be a bully. You're a bully and, and you're loved by me, not cursed. I love you too. I don't know what I'm doing here. Oh. I'm standing around like an idiot waiting for you. I'm here. So get rid of me. <laughs> like, pull back and reveal there. Okay. Uh, why don't you just tell me so I don't stand around like a fool? I, I don't love you anymore. It's not about asparagus. <laughs> what a reveal. <laughs> what is it about? Don't be rude to me. Don't speak to me like that. Just calm down, Alma. Don't speak to me like that. You brought me here. I didn't bring you here. You chose to come here. Oh, stop talking like a child. Stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're a baby. You're a stupid baby. I'm not a baby. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a huge man. She leaves. He sits there on his own eating. And scene. <laughs> I mean, I come to the end of the show. Ooh. Oh, I don't want to go. So it's point yeah. times. Could you give us the points in reverse order? Did we get points? First, are there any one? points in the last round? Mm. You can all have five extra points. Thanks. Yes. 
made all the difference. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's been a big comeback in Team One. It's 33 points <gasps> in Team One. Th Fuck. <laughs> and Team Two has only gotten to 20 points. Yeah. That time. Oh. Everyone loves the comeback. You <laughs> 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 Thank you, thank you. A point, point part of relevant pun. And our host, who's also of Italian heritage, has negative one point. Oh, yeah. Those oh. who remember. So I lost this round. Yes. Um, <laughs> who, so who got the most points overall? Ooh, Sunil. <laughs> Sunil, you won! Thank you. Well done. That is fair enough, actually. Oh, Sunil, and as the winner, you get yep. the, the best actor oh, trophy. Lovely. And can you give us a speech on how that makes you feel? Do you feel? Uh, yeah, I feel nice. <laughs> uh, this trophy makes me feel nice. It's uh, nice to be rewarded for my acting. <laughs> and I think in real time, we all came to understand why Sunil got a poor report from his improv teachers. <laughs> Guys, that is the end of our first ever There Will Be Film. Please give a huge round of applause to your panelists, Anna Magliano, Stuart Laws, Sunil Patel, Heidi Regan, and I have been Nathan Dust Roberts. We know. Come and see There Will Be Film Live. We're recording two shows back to back with extra special guests on the 4th and 24th of May at the Albany Great Portland Street. Follow the link in the episode description below to get your tickets now. This episode of There Will Be Film was recorded live at the Bill Murray in Angel. You have heard Nathan Darcy Roberts, Heidi Regan, Stuart Laws, Sunil Patel, and Anya Magliano. Be sure to check out Sunil's podcast, Slime Country, which he co-hosts with Huge Davies and Ed Knight. Every act you've just heard is performing at this year's Edinburgh Fringe. If you'd like to hear more from them, tickets are available now.